This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, Bogart's still on time. We're going to talk about how we replace him. I'm here with my good friend Glenn Pye from Glory Associates. From Glory Days Sports on Ripley Avenue. In my- Swansea, beautiful Swansea. Okay. You know why? It was hard to get someone to replace Bogart. You know the thing. Because it was- I heard I was the only guy who applied for the job. No, no. It took- I had to find someone smarter. So that took about, I don't know, two, three minutes. But then. You know, Bogart listens to the show in hiding. I know, but he'll come back later on. But the problem was getting someone to work for the same wages as Bogart worked for. I actually pay to come here. I bring you gifts and everything. It's terrible. Here we are, live from the laundry room. Bogart's on assignment. Glenn's still here. But we're going to be talking about uh, Clapperson's Corners, um, Mayflower, buying Mayflower last night. I oh, went and right, got ginger beef. It is just, I split it in half. So I'd have Oh, you some, saved half for me for today? No, I saved half for me for today. So. I split it in half. The ginger beef with extra spicy and extra ginger is the best in the But thing. not extra beef. You want extra beef? No. I like, extra no, ginger, extra it's got, it's got all the taste. It's a Mayflower Chinese food. You're not going to read the whole menu. No, no, but I'm going to read where he's on 1500. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have good Chinese food to sell us, call in. We're buying Chinese food. They okay. might have some people. He's a good guy. The reason I deal with him yeah. The food's great, and he's a good guy. Right. And his, uh, yeah. they're open. Like the other day, oh, I yeah, want to order, and I had to wait two and a half hours. Wow. That was Chinese New Year, yeah. so that was part of it. But I did have to. Now, I also want to talk about my friends at Coppison's Corners. They're open. Well, I guess we should give the phone number, right? Eh? Well, you're talking about all these okay. things. You know, we've got a new, uh, new feature now. What's that? We have to talk about things that are worth less than your house. Because all cards now are already worth more than your house. Oh, I know. How many millions hit this weekend? Cards you never thought of are hitting a million dollars. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the price of gold and silver. We're going to be uh, talking about Clapson's Corners and Southworks are both open. Those are longtime friends of this show. Uh, Southworks Antique Mall is in Cambridge. And they're uh, 35. It's the largest uh, conglomeration. Of independent, should be of a hundred different dealers, independent local dealers that you can go buy at. And my buddy Copson's Corners on Highway Six. I know you got a lot of friends. If you're calling locally, you can get us at four one six three six zero zero seven four zero out of town one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. If you want to text me a picture. Some details on what you have, we'll talk about on the show. You can text at 416-580-9256. We're on 740 AM, 
96.7 FM, zoomerradio.ca, live streamed, and our podcasts are on there. Paul's store, of course, is 10,341 Young Street, Richmond Hill. And Glory Days is at 26 Ripley in beautiful South Toronto, Swansea, just up the street from the Cheese Boutique, one of our sponsors we'll talk about later. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, and I got another guy. It's not really a sponsor, but I bought a quarter of a cow yesterday. Wow. He's got, well, I bought the first quarter, and now the other three quarters are up for sale. So if someone needs beef and they want to buy local from a local farmer, and you just call me at my store, 905. Is that the cow out in your front lawn? No, no, the cow's gone. Okay. The, cow's, the cow is ready for freezer. But we've, things I'm he's doing. Fast. The cow's passed. Yeah, he's, he's now in quarters. Okay. But we're going to get a quarter of a cow, and I've got another three quarters to sell. I want to support the local. So you're getting out of antiques and memorabilia. You're getting in the beef business. No, I'm no. into helping people. Oh. Also, we also got delivery this week from MamaEarth.ca, where it's all local farmers. Yeah, that's great stuff. No, it is. Fresh. Fresh. No, it is. Yeah. What, did everything I say is opposite or something? It or usually what? is. I'm not used to you agreeing with me, okay? So here's some of the things we're interested in now that Paul's ran through everything else. Sports cards. If you got them, this is the time to sell them. Believe me, I've gone back into my boyhood collection. I'm selling everything. doesn't matter where it is. I'm getting it back, and I'm selling it. Personally, I don't think any of these prices are sustainable. I might be wrong. Who cares? You're still going to get a lot more than what you paid for. But if you want advice from experts, and I think Paul's of the same view, you can't sell these things quick enough. Granted, they keep going up. Stuff we sold a month ago is worth more now, but... Everything goes down eventually, never goes straight up. And these prices are insane. And what we're seeing is a lot of stuff's coming out of the woodwork. There's a lot of cards out there, but people never really bothered with them. And now they start seeing these big numbers. They all are. We're into music, rock items, vinyl, gold, silver, coins, oh, paper currency. Yes. We're going to be giving away the, the unzipped uh, maps. They've given oh, yeah. us some. Okay, good. We're going to be, there's going to be a contest next week. All right. It's going to be available to a person who listens. This, this is for week. the unzipped. Uh, a promo for the Stones exhibit at the museum in Kitchener. Yeah, and okay, we're going to give away masks, but you got to be listening this week because we're going to ask the question next week. Okay, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> vintage toys, vintage comics, watches, jewelry, old clocks, women's accessories, purses, circus, carnival, arcade items, vintage china dishes, tea service. Paul's had lots of calls from that. Royal Dalton's other figurines, Hollywood, political, military memorabilia, old books, maps, documents, calendars, scrapbooks, postcards. Vintage beer, wine, liquor items, automobile collectibles, art prints, any other antiquities, vintage hunting, fishing, other outdoor sports, autographs of all kind. And I heard you had a big week in the garden office. I didn't get any. Oh, okay. The price is going up. But we're also going to is there a million-dollar garden home yet? There's a $2 million garden home. And his sisters threw away 11 of them. There's only one left. Serious. I never, you weren't listening to the show when we did that. We I was here. How can I listen to it? I'm sitting right next to you. We'll get hardly listen when he's here. Okay. So then, also this week, we got a call. Can we go to this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna just okay. I will do that because I have lots to talk about in this show. Yeah, this is a call-in show. We don't call. Just listen to hear you talk the whole hour. No, okay. We'll talk to someone else. Okay, we're gonna go to John in Hamilton. He's got music charts very near and dear to my heart. How are you, John? I'm doing well. How are you? Great. Um, I have some pocket-sized music charts from the early 1970s, from 1150 CKLC in Hamilton and right. 1050 Chum in Toronto. Are they worth anything? Yeah, it, they're, they, we sell a lot of those. We have a lot. I'm from Hamilton originally, and I collected all the charts. There was CHAM, CFDR, CKFH, um, CKLC in Hamilton as well, and uh, 
what was some of the other ones? Every local community, even the Oshawa stations had charts. Yeah. But the CKOC ones, you're a little right. bit late for getting the bigger numbers because the peak period is probably the 64 to 67 when the Beatles were around and all the new bands were emerging, like the first time Led Zeppelin charted or whatever else. The other thing is to check a lot of times, and I did this with some of mine. I used to go to Woolworths, buy my 45s every week, and I picked up some charts. People would put ticks on them, little pen marks for their favorite songs or maybe circle their favorite artists. Are yours marked up in any way? Um, uh, some of them are, but... Yeah. Okay. So if they're, are, marked, yeah. if they're marked, you're, they're worth maybe a dollar each. If they're unmarked, they're probably worth three to five, depending if you have a good artist on the front. So if you have somebody interesting, you know, Phil Collins of Genesis or somebody... You know, it could be Andrew Jethro Tull. If his picture's on the front, you're probably closer to five. But well, mostly, mostly that, the people the... on the front are the disc jockeys. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 they're about three bucks each, those. But they're still nice, and people do collect them. Right, yes. And so that's both the Chum and the CKRC, or would Chum be worth more? Chum's, Chum, worth, more. Chum's worth a little bit more, but still the 70s, not so much. It more goes by period. People are really looking for... 57 chum started and those charts are very rare and if anyone wants them i'll pay top dollar because i've got almost a complete run of chum charts but i'm missing about 15 from 57 i think they had about 27 that year they started halfway through the year so that's they're worth over a hundred dollars and they're a bigger size than the chum charts right well these, these, these charts i have are from the early 1970s i'd say yeah so that's why they're worth that CKOC did have charts in the mid-60s, which I have as well. And if they have a Beatles number one song or a picture of the Beatles, could be $15, $20, $30, up to $50. But the area you have, they're worth about $3 each to a collector. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Take care. Take Here's care. Bye-bye. spot in uh, collecting uh, rock and roll music. It is uh, 1960 through about 70 with charts, uh, records, posters, Anything like that, like pink. it actually starts earlier, fifty-seven, yeah. but only the rock guys. Yeah. So you're looking for Bill Haley and stuff because the genre still in fifty-seven was mainly not rock, but yeah. by sixty, it's mainly rock. Now that was sort of the bebop rock, right? Like the not the Beatles style rock that came later it wasn't as heavy or anything like that. But you know the psychology of a collector. If he's got numbers fifty-five to ninety. It's a psyche that he has to go back and collect number one. You right. know, he's not interested I know. in it. Yeah. You know, well, number ones people. always go for more. Yeah, but you know these people. I got one, two, three, four. I'm missing five. I'm searching the world till I yeah, find number exactly. five. And sometimes it's tough. Like these fifty-seven chums, I can't find them. They're they're around occasionally, but very few people yeah. have. They just didn't make them. I think they were testing it out locally, just in Toronto, because by the time I was collecting early sixties. Every store in Hamilton that sold 45s had them. We mainly bought 45s then. It was, you're a rich guy if you bought an album. But how many stores might have been? It might have been a case of only five stores in 1957. Probably. That's it. And they were experimenting. Yes. And they didn't know how well it was going to yeah, go. It was probably only a few record stores. They wouldn't have given it to any of the chains back then. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't really have the record sections. Records became much more popular. But you're right, 60 on and then... Late 63, the Beatles first charted with uh, She Loves You. I think it's around the second weekend of December, and that's a, a pretty collectible one. That's the first time they charted in North America. 57 was when Elvis played here. Was that same year? I yes. think so, yeah. yeah. And the RP, people come into my And we're still looking for that ticket. That gentleman called one time, said he might want to sell it. I've never... They, it was they, the lady. They were, I actually it's saw It's worth it. thousands of dollars. Oh, so you saw it? I saw it, but it doesn't have Elvis on it. 
And no so you really got to tie the date down. And you can only do that by day of the week. And uh, it wasn't that. It was her word against. It was going to be a lot of work right. to do this. But a lot of people bring in their records and forget to bring in their stereos. Do you have the stereo? Well, the stereo's at home, but it's 40 years old. It still has yeah, its good. value. Okay. Do you want to go to Rick? We can go to Rick. Quickly, we'll go to Rick. Oh, get the phone numbers out so people can call Okay, you locally. I was just going to go over and make a coffee. Locally, we're at 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We'll go to our friend Rick. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Great, buddy. That's good. So, you know, the number one question I'm always getting these days is, what's the market doing? No matter where I go, this is what I'm asked. And I can tell you right now that right now the market is on fire which poses a problem for buyers. And people always say to me, well, what are we going to do? We'd like to buy. And the thing is, we have creative ways of still getting people into the market. Don't be afraid of what the market is doing. I know it's hot right now. You're going to pay a little more. And in some cases, over 30% more than you were paying last year for the same house. But what do people do? They have to find an agent like me that can help them navigate through these sort of turbulent waters when it comes to buying expensive real estate. Because... They don't have to walk away. We have creative methods. We can help them with the financing. There's all sorts of products available. Uh, and did you know, uh, guys, that when you put in an, an offer, especially nowadays with the multiple offers going on, that people are afraid that they have to go in firm. Well, what we do, if there's a house that you see that you like, what we do is we go in and we pre-qualify in that span of those few days while you're waiting for offer date. And the other thing we can do is go in and do a pre-inspection on the property. This way, you put it in an offer, you put it in firm, we take care of all that for you. So as far as buying, Paul, you know what? We're there for people as well as selling. It's the best time I've ever seen to sell your home. Uh, don't wait. We don't know what the market's going to do going down the road. For now, prices are hot. The best time to get me in there for an evaluation of your home and give you advice on what we can do to get more money for it and help you with the decluttering and your stuff, Paul, as you guys call it. So that's where we are with that, Paul. They, they need to give us a call. No, no, I understand what you're saying. It's like you need a professional on your side whether you're buying or selling. Like exactly. if I'm going in for a, uh, an appendix operation, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be telling the guy how to do it. Okay? That's right. I yeah. want a doctor, and I want a doctor who's done it before. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't want a guy, oh, this is your first operation? Oh, you, you told me how to do tonsils. Yeah. <laughs> I know, exactly. but I want the it's important to have a professional working for you. And they don't understand that we're a team. A lot of people, they say, well, I can get a real estate. Well, will he clean up your house and get uh, $50,000 for the stuff in it? And they say, no, he just does real estate. Well, we mm-hmm. do both. We do real exactly. estate. Exactly. From beginning and to end. My line is, I just say, you don't want to have $25,000 worth of stuff standing in the way of selling your million-dollar house. On the right. other hand, you don't want to get $100 for your $25,000 worth of stuff. You want someone who knows what's going on. This week we're in a place, and um, we took stuff right out of the dumpster to sell. Okay? Wow. Yeah. And not yeah. that I like dumpster diving, but no, they had a dumpster in one of these cans in front of their place. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we said, no, this stuff is worth money. Yeah. Well, I don't know. $700 Some people don't consider that worth money, but I, that's more than an hour's worth of pay for me, so I'm willing to do it. Okay. Right, right. You need to have pros in. I can't believe this. We had no one on the board, and now the board's full. Rick, 
I we appreciate what you're saying. Now, the other thing I'm going to say, not one person called us from Cambridge and Guelph that we actually have buyers out there. I expected people to call you this week and say, I got a house for sale. We have a customer, we have a client who wants to go to Ajax, Ottawa. Right. We have a customer, right. client yeah. who wants, and they're going to pay Toronto money in Toronto Cambridge. Money. Yeah. So, and these I mean, places are becoming more and more popular. So people that are out there need to call and take advantage of this. Absolutely. I'm going to hand up my phone number so that everybody has it. Yeah. Uh, it's Rick DeBacco from Royal Page, and I can be reached at 416-258-3972. And as always, I look forward to their calls. We're here to help on the buying end and on the selling end, and people just need to take advantage of the help that we offer. And the stuff that's in the house. A lot of I know it's behave. We try and take the stress out of doing this. Yeah. We know... We know it's hard to give up your collection for the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. your kids want you to get rid of it, okay? Yeah. And you want to get the fair money. And if we can combine time and effort and our mm-hmm. smarts, mm-hmm. we can get you the most for your house and your stuff in it, okay? We always get the most. Always get the most. They should write that down, that we always get the most for people. Well, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What about the people who don't want the most? They'll well, come into a new what? tax bracket. They, they can figure out a creative way. We can figure out a creative way what to do with the extra money if they don't want it. We'll figure out a way. There are gotcha. a lot of charities around. There's lots of family and friends around. I'm sure they'll take it. Gotcha. Okay. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> Have a great Be day, safe. guys. Talk soon. Okay. Thanks. Okay. We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back. We have to give the number. Oh, we can't give the number. We're going to break. Yeah. We're going to more interesting stuff after the break. Change. change is good. Change is inevitable. And at Zoomer Radio, change is always exciting. Doubly exciting on radio. radio. Join us this Monday when we announce a brand new way to start your day. You'll hear from some familiar voices along with the newest members of our Zoomer family. And always, always, always the original greatest hits. The times are changing, and so is the sound of morning radio. Whether you wake up at 6 or roll out of bed at 9, be listening to Zoomer Radio this Monday morning. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Here we are, live from the laundry room, and we just made a coffee, and, and Glenn made me a coffee. Yeah, the, that's part of the, the role, benefits right? of being in. Yeah, that's that's part of your. Oh, brain. that's a benefit for me to get to make you a coffee. Yes, it is. No, I don't think so. Okay, we're going to go to Lorene and Banastra. Is that right, Banastra? That's right. Where, Where is it? It's up by Godridge. Oh, okay. All right. It's an old air base. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, um, okay. 
very I, cool. I have um, a print of Frank Mahoblidge. Right. And it's Frank told me himself that it's from about 1962. He's in a Toronto Maple Leaf uniform. Okay. And uh, I just wondered about how much that would be worth. How big is it? It's 14, 14 by, 18. by 18. No, I, I see that read. on here. Um, it, does it have any, like, any advertiser or anything on it? No, it's just got, like, a signature, but I'm not sure if it's, uh, yeah, like, it real print or printed. just print. And oh, is the back of it blank? I know this, I know this one. Oh, okay, go ahead. Between fifty and seventy-five dollars. And what is it? Okay. Uh, I, remember, I have I have three of them in the store, and I looked them up in Bobby Burrell's uh, hockey book because I hadn't seen them before either. And but it is from that time period, like you said. But they're fifty to seventy-five dollars. Because remember, Frank at that time in was, nice condition. Yeah, like I used to get up in the morning and just wait for what did Frank do last night? Did he score yeah. a goal? Okay. Yeah. And so because I, I, I know the suit company did a promotion with them and yeah. then you could send in a uh, Canadian magazine and get the nice ones or the ones yeah. that cut out of the paper. But yeah, I think Paul's about right there. And you also have a, a something in the moon, original pressing. Um, yeah. The dark side of the moon, Pink Floyd. Okay. Ooh, came with yeah. two postcards and two posters in that That's album. Right. Okay. Pink Floyd is really tough. I'm just going to say this. Pink Floyd, there's about 25. They only did so many songs. I mean, well, Dark Side of the Moon was the greatest selling album in the history of mankind. But they reprinted it or repressed it by, I think, 25 Yeah, but this is original pressing, he says. I know, but this original, even when they did so many different pressings, we sold one for $2,500. Uh, but it is, I'd have to know exactly because it's Japanese pressing, what countries pressed on, what the numbers are on the side. Uh, if you want to take a couple of pictures and text it to us or email Paul. Yeah, because uh, like these are like the the two posters and the two uh, yeah. postcards, and they've and never been hung or. That's okay. the standard one that I believe came out at the time. Like I went to see them. The famous concert was in Hamilton, of course. Yeah, and seventy four, seventy five. I remember going. It was amazing. That was Dark Side of the Moon tour they were doing, and their actual spaceship came from center field, came down, was supposed to land. And it blew up the scoreboard, and we all thought it was part of the effects. We go, boy, that's amazing. I've never seen that done before. The Hamilton Tiger Cats was went, went without a scoreboard. They just let it all burn <laughs> in the end zone for the whole year. But tickets from that show are worth $200 if you got your ticket stub. So it, it's a good item, but it probably because it's very specific in terms of value, if you can send a couple of pictures, do you want Paul's email? I don't have an email thing. Okay, so do you have text? Do you text at all? No. Okay. You can. Well, if you want to come in and see us post COVID, someday I'm open. coming to the store. I don't know when. Okay, that's like fine. I would phone first. Yeah, you've got all our numbers and yeah. my number, the four one six five eight zero nine two five six, and we'll make sure we make time to see you and give you exact values. And if you want to sell them, we'll buy them. Okay, thank in, you. That's something's going to rock and roll auction. Yeah, but we might not see him that soon. But yeah, whenever you have time, we're uh, we're interested. I'm hoping this flipping okay. history is over. All right, and Thank we're going to go to Marion Etobicoke, who has a wine bottle signed by Dame Edda. Yes. How are you, Mary? Good, and you? Great. Yeah, well, I Dame have a bottle Edda. of wine. Um, I yes. was at the O'Keefe Center. It was November two thousand, and I was called up on stage. Oh, really? Yeah, as Prince Charles, and I have a Polaroid shot of her with Prince Charles, but she also gave me a bottle of wine that she autographed. And was this in England or here? No, here, at the O'Keefe Center. O'Keefe. Oh, and Prince Charles was here? 
Well, no, she dressed me up as Prince Charles and oh, did a little dressed skit. Oh, you up? I thought you meant <laughs> dressed up. Now, is the wine bottle, is it a standard bottle of wine? or is No, it's standard? from her vineyard. Oh, it is. So it's like In Australia, Dame yeah. She's, he's Australian. Or... Yeah, it says Dame Edna on it or whatever. Yeah. That's probably worth about $75. It's, it's a neat item. Not a lot of people would know much about it unless they have to be on stage. I haven't seen one before. But Dame Edna's somewhat collectible. Um, I'm pretty. He's passed, right? So he's mm-hmm. gone. I, I think. Is we, he? Oh, okay. I thought. I thought. I thought he was. Oh, we okay. We sell the autographs for like an autograph photo goes for forty to fifty dollars. But yours has a little more unique story, and as Paul always says, that's a good thing to mark down your story all about it because it gives it a lot of provenance. Yeah, and I even kept the the little program they used to give. Yeah, you. keep all that together. That that's a nice collection. Oh. Probably adds to the value. See, so probably north of a hundred once you put those pieces with it. Okay. What I have also is a bunch of, it's called here, superb production paintings from the greatest space fantasy film ever made. Star Wars Portfolio by Ralph McQuarrie. And it's got a case and there's a bunch of pictures from Star Wars. And I think it's from... Now, is it from what year is it from? Sorry? Can you tell the year? Is there any year on it anywhere? Sorry? Is there a year on it? Like the year I think it's, I saw somewhere, I think it said 1977. That is okay. very good. Okay. Now, here's the thing, is that with this stuff, a lot sometimes it's remade because once... But that probably wouldn't. Or you're saying they did a knockoff of the whole thing with you know, the dates. Sometimes if it sells well, a lot of people don't realize, remember, um, when George Lucas did Star Wars, part of the rights, part of his pay, because no one would do it, he took all the merchandising rights. But because he wasn't really, he was a he filmmaker. He made more on that than he did the films. Yeah, but because he was a, mer- a filmmaker and not a merchandiser, he didn't make enough of the stuff. So stuff from 1977 is, if it's right, that first issue is much better because yeah. most of the toys sold out before the movie got here. Right. Okay? Because he was not like a Walmart or one of these big merchandising companies. He wasn't like Disney. Yeah, not like Disney. So it's rare. But later on, the stuff that's later on, like you picked up. Oh, actually, um, we you, bought a collection. I'd like to see yours, but we just got. Glenn's going to tell, tell a story about collection he just got yeah, yesterday. We, we, we had a, a charity call us who had someone come in, and they certainly did the right thing. They phoned us and said, "Would you like to buy these items?" And we said yes because I know if they had went in their flea market, they would have it would have been a fraction of what we paid for it. Tell so what the items they are. got. Well, it's original Star Wars toys and things like that in the original packages. But the, the, the interesting thing, and I talked to Paul about this, and I think we can both concur, other than when you're dealing with gold, silver, because that's a very small margin. But on other items like that, we're now giving the charities an extra 10% donation to the charity. All exclusive of whatever we negotiate on the deal, we'll make another 10% come out of our profit when we eventually sell the items. So the charity, and they were quite happy to get that, and it's a nice deal. But, yeah, yeah the 77 stuff's very good, but there's so many different things. If you could text or email us, it would be a little bit easier to determine. Yeah, it says on the bottom here, copyright 1977 by 20th yeah. Century Fox. There's okay. every reason to believe you have the right stuff, but if you could email or text us, we could be oh, a little sure. more specific. Yeah, and I've got a few other things, but I won't okay, take Okay, we're interested. Line. Obviously, you're you very email. close. You're in beautiful Etobicoke. Okay, thank you. Take care. I want to expand the time. I know we got other calls here. Yeah. But I want to expand on this because a lot of people, 
And I've done it as well. I've picked up from the charities where they'll get something given to them that they haven't got the faintest idea what to do with. You know, the person meaning to give it to them is, is well-meaning, but sometimes they just they don't know what to do with it. And we do give them money. Remember I had Kenny Dryden's uh, goalie pass yeah. given to the charity. Very nice gesture, but they couldn't get the money for it. And they're not set up for it. I had friends found an old jersey. And, you know, if you go to Value Village, yeah. racks and racks. It's hard to tell football jerseys. Not a lot of tagging or things that denote the team. He picked it up for ten dollars. It was Green Bay Packers original jersey. I think he sold it for eight thousand US on yeah. a ten dollar purchase. But that's why if it goes into their store, you don't have those niche collectors that know what it is and will pay top dollar. We do. If they show us something, we know that's got value. And basically we pay a percentage of what we can sell it for. So we know yeah. retail and then we have to get into the wholesale price. But we'll give the extra donation to help, you know, sweeten it up for them and make sure that they enjoy part of the profits we make as well. But it's also if you're going to, I, I I'm all for giving to the chair to the don to uh, the charity. But it's much better to sell the item and give the charity cash. Right. Because and get the most for it that you can. Like, well, and then they get a tax receipt definitely for that exact amount. Not Charities true. often call us, you know, where they yeah. need appraisals because they can't give any receipt because they don't know what the things are worth. Yeah, and that's also real. But one, I'm going to say this, because we did it not this year because of a blip in history, but last year, churches who have bazaars and stuff would come in with yes. costume jewelry. One out of every three watch would have gold and silver in it. Right. Every time. This is like religion that comes in like right. this. And we pay them for it, rather than putting on the table costume jewelry for this. We have the time, the expertise to go through this. And I'm surprised that more of them don't bounce it off us, the gold and silver, and we'll actually that's give true. them money for it. But your that thing with the Star Wars, I mean, that would have gone out. You would you paid several thousand, and they would have gotten a hundred dollars. That's right. Okay. Exactly. So I want to talk about cheese boutique for a second. You want to talk about, wait a minute, have, got, you, have you talked about Clasper yet? Not yet. Uh, yeah. Our phone numbers are, uh, we do have a couple calls we're going to get to in a minute, but our phone numbers locally are 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. Or text us if you have a question at 416-580-9256. Our good sponsor, the Cheese Boutique. Uh, a couple of people from my shop went down there this week, as always, rave reviews. They have a selection of cheeses, and they're they're open. They obviously follow all the COVID protocols. They're open 9 to 6, and uh, you can pick up anything. And, and most things at the higher end of the food chain, like, a, you know, really special uh, oil and vinegar you want or uh, some condiments. But the meats, the cheeses, the vegetables, everything's outstanding. And this cheese boutique is so famous that it's actually caused somebody to have their name changed. Right. Penny Clasper, who's been a regular feature on the show, she's now called by everyone the cheese lady. Now, I don't know if she likes that or not, but this is what happened, because she's hosted all these events from Cheese Boutique, which her friends that weren't invited are very upset. But she definitely is now called the cheese lady. You, wait a minute, I, I can understand this. One piece of cheese melting in your mouth, when it's a good cheese, is there's no way of describing it except for Beautiful. you just give a big smile and say, right. that was good. And in this time right now, when we're looking for things that are special to make our day a little bit better, 
That's Ooh. great stuff. And that's, that's something that people haven't tried. You can only get in one place. A, a lot of them you can only get there. How many wonders there. are there in Toronto? Hey. Would this be like the ninth wonder of Toronto? Yeah, of the, the world. Of the world. No, no, you can't go world. But, but one thing they do as well is, if you talk to them about cheese, they show you where they use the really thin slicer. Like a thin yeah. slice of cheese, really just peeled off, is much more flavorful than a big piece of cheese. No, oh, chunks. So people chunks. eat chunks, and they oh. don't realize it's, it's you get more flavor cutting it thin. So even though some cheese can be expensive, the value you get if you eat it right, I mean, you get a lot more flavor out of it. It's great for cooking or anything else. The other thing that happens, though, Penny's son, James, who happens to be my investment advisor, Jim. Now, yes, now that his mom is the cheese lady, he said he'd like to be known as the big cheese. But I think that's cheesy. What do you think? I, I think we need another vote. Yeah, well, he's not going to be a sponsor. Okay, go on. Should we go to another call? Yeah, we'll go to uh, we'll go to Janice in Orangeville, who has glass ship's clock. Are you there, Janice? <laughs> I am. No, it's you're laughing. Is that at us, or is this something funny happened in your house? No, um, the name of the glass is called Job's Tears. It was made by Adams and Company in Pittsburgh in uh, the late 1800s, 1870s. What is it again? Sorry, Adams? No, and Job. Okay. Or it's also Job's Tears. It's also known as Art, um, A-R-T, glass. Okay. Um with art glass, I'd like to see a picture. There's two things about it. When you're best-selling, and this is going across a lot of advice for everyone who's got stuff out there, two things matter. One, how pleasing it is. But sometimes, not how pleasing it is, more important is who it's signed by or who you can directly attribute it to because there's someone out there who collects it, okay? And the person like we were talking earlier on today, if they don't have it and they collect this stuff, are willing to pay whatever they can. This is so old that I think you probably need pictures, right? It's like, we, we know a lot yeah. of values, but you may have stumped us a little bit on that. But if you could text us or email us some photos. Okay. Is I that possible? Did, actually. So that, yeah. Good. Thank you. Okay. I that's great. Appreciate it. Hey, I just want to talk quickly about a couple of uh, texts that we got here. So the one from Zelda. I know, but I'm getting text too. We can't uh, okay. be against text people. It'd be very bad for us. That's like discrimination. Discrimination against text people? Yeah. If people TikTok us, we'll talk about their dance. We got everything. Okay, okay, don't worry. Yeah. yeah, we're tweeting. We're doing all the stuff. I know you don't know what any of that is. But so, everything uh, you just said starts with a T. Go yeah, ahead. Okay. So anyway, she sent me a picture of a Maple Leaf stub from uh, last year at the gardens, which are great. It's a Bob Pulford. And it's not a historic game per se, other than they all work, because last year the garden. So people do collect them because they have Hall of Famers. We have many of those. If that ticket's in nice shape, which it looks to be, it's worth about $20. And yeah. then you said, um, I have lots of stubs my son saved from Daytona, June 98. So that's not the Daytona 500. I, get, I assume that's a car race. Most Daytona car race tickets are worth probably 20 to $40. Then you also ask about cards. Is only Opeachy valuable? And I'm glad you asked that. No, in fact, the most valuable cards now in recent history of the ones that are made in more recent years, believe it or not, are things that Paul probably threw in the garbage back in the day. Oh, Panini. Yeah. Oh, Panini. Yeah. Nobody wanted Panini. Now there's Panini cards. Three million, two million. It's insane. So all types, tops, Donruss, 
what's some of the other names of the cars? Parkers Fleer, in the Fleer. game, Fleer, whatever. Every type of car, it's more the card it is. So there's no one type of card you'd say it's no good. Upper deck's good. They're all they all can be good, and they all have years when they overproduce. Last night, a card that was put into a cigarette pack to give it some stability, strength, yeah. strength to over two point six million dollars. Well, you can and take me out to lunch. You can it, take me out to lunch. Wasn't my card. Oh. It wasn't even in good shape. Really? It was rounded. Corners. Maybe the guy wanted the cigarettes. No, Braun and Joe Gar- 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 Garagiola. Okay, yeah. We got to go to our sponsors. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Here we are, live from the laundry room. Our phone number's locally, 416. You're giving the laundry room. 360. Yeah, I'm giving the number for the laundry room. 0740. Out of town. We're one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Did you have something for Yeah, the say? board's full, and all they're going to do is get a business. Do you also have a text? Can you talk about this quickly? Yeah, okay, and just quickly. The um, Who was it sent in? John, was it? Yeah, from Orangeville. Okay. Um, the Pine Furniture, it looks like it's Pine. Oh, Janice, sorry. Janice. The Pine Furniture from uh, the 19, uh, 1800s is, was collectible nineteen hundreds, nineteen ten and uh sorry, nineteen seventies, eighties and nineties. But not so much now. It was that style, the crock, the right. it might be returned. the old Quebec sideboard, all that yeah. type of stuff, right? That has gone down we how but it's still they're decent items. No, it's brown. What we call brown furniture. What the kids are doing today, they were living in cond- in condos and they paint everything white. Which okay. is such a shame. It's almost like sacrilege, okay. but so, I'm just saying it's harder to sell it, now. It's not the peak market, so unless they want to sell it right now, they might want to hold on for a little bit. No, but back. wait a minute. Here's the problem. Someone wants to sell this stuff before they are uh, uh, moving. They have to get it out of yes. there because the person... Then they get nothing at the end. Yeah, it makes your house it look kind of cool, but a person who's buying your house today is going to be doesn't 35 to 45... Thing. Doesn't want right. that kind of look. How about this clock that she noted there? I have to look that up. Clock's so not- we'll have to get back to uh, Janice on the clock, and we'll go to a call right now. We have Francis in Toronto who has Burger King Star Wars glasses. We're just talking about, and they're from 1980, which Paul said they would be. Okay, no. What? Well, I'm just going to say, we're not a TV show, so everything we just said, no one actually saw. Well, but we don't know what it is anyway, so how are they going to learn anything? They would. Well, I was just talking about, about the pipe. Okay. Hello, Francis. You there? Hi, how are you guys doing? Who's following laundry? 
Yeah, well, uh, we I usually bring a load over every week when I come over here, and uh, it's very nice. I have good laundry. But, you know, is it 50 cents everywhere? Because I pay 50 cents for the laundry, okay. uh, for the washer, and the dryer. I, uh, well, last I tried, it was only a quarter in the park. Well, I'll drive up, too, so. <laughs> okay, you're going to do some. So 50 cents is a good deal, then. Okay, great. Anyways, I have six uh, Star Wars glasses, two of Luke Skywalker, two of Darth Vader, and two of R2-D2. Okay, and were they in the dishwasher? Are they in pretty good condition? They weren't in the dishwasher a lot. Never. Okay. And Paul knows exactly what those are worth. Yeah, those will be turned to jet. Those will be um, Empire Strikes Back, right? Or Star Wars. Right. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, so right now there's a huge resurgence since Disney. And I'm going to say a year ago, those glasses were $2 to $3. In today's market, I'd be selling them probably $10 to $15 because there was a huge resurgence in everything Star Wars because of Disney. Okay? Okay. And yeah, those are nice and they're definitely collectible. So if you ever want to sell them, you could call us or uh, at least you know you, the value of them now. Okay. Thank you very much. You take care. Keep it up, guys. Thank you. We're going to go to uh, Bob and Lindsay. He's got a Return of the Jedi Star Wars poster. This is Star Wars Day. Okay, I got a joke for that. I mean, oh, sorry for that. Great. This, I'll go for a walk and come back when you're No, it was working. Okay. So back then when this was given out. Can we say hello to the person we're talking to? Hello, Bob. Hello. How are you? Hi. Unfortunately, you got to listen to Paul's story for a second. Okay, go no, ahead. No, this is good. Oh, back yeah, it's then, good I was in the comic book business, okay? Okay. And it was, a storm was coming up. So we end up driving a Burger King. Um, um, you stole the burger mobile? No, no. Well, we talk about stuff you want to tell us about stuff you stole from Maple Leaf Garden. Okay. But so here we're going along, and um, we're going to go down to Houston, Texas. So I get, a, I go to a Burger King guy, and I buy these posters that are supposed to be free. Okay. But they were only available up here. Right. I went down there. The free ones up here, I got $20 a piece okay. down there. Well, that was a great story. Okay, oh. Bob. So you have a, is that, are you done? Yeah, okay. I'm going to give so, from the original date. Um, uh, is there a date on the poster? It's um, 19, 1983. Okay, so that's Jedi. I think it came out yeah. around then. So it's original. And would the size be, is it a big one, like the 24 by 36? That's the one. Okay, so that's a full size from the movie houses so okay it's not worth as much as the 77 one but what do you think that one's worth 100 to 200 I depending did, on condition i'm just gonna say like star like um post um the Wars first card. three star wars especially yeah. Yeah. empire jedi and the original star wars. probably in this market you get between 100 and 200 dollars the ones i was condition talking- is very important so you got to keep it flat and make sure you don't get too many rips on the corners or anything no, it's in a frame, in a glass frame, a glass, and there's a frame around it. It's been in there for at least 20 years. Yeah, unfortunately, most people that would buy it will have to take it out of the frame yeah. because there's so many frauds that people have. Not that I'm saying yours isn't real, but people have been burnt, and I've been burnt in auctions before where I buy something in a frame, so now I take everything out of the frame because you need to see the edges. There could be printing information there yeah. or whatever, but it's still a nice item, and... Uh, the framing doesn't add any value, but you're looking at 100 to $200. Okay. Thanks very much. No problem. And we're going to go to Grant, who no, has Fred for 
not yet. I'm on, there's, an ad, there's an ad onto my story. Why don't you buy the next hour, and okay. then you can just talk, and nobody has to call in. Those 500 places, they weren't posters, sorry. They were placemats, and we still saw Oh, now I understand. Like the first, I didn't even get what you were saying before, no, but now it's mass. very clear to me. And they were giving away free okay. up here, and I made the money. Why don't you write your life story, and we'll just uh, email it to anyone who's interested. I don't want to kill that many trees. Jeez, it's an email. Okay. What is wrong with you? Okay. Grant? And we don't know where Grant's from. He's from a mystery location, but he has red bird matchboxes. Are you there, Grant? Yes. Out of Ottawa, right? Pardon me? Out of Ottawa? No, uh, uh, an hour west of Kitchener. Oh, no, no, well, no, the red box matches. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay. I'm Why, sorry. they were made in that area? Yeah. Uh, the uh, Eddie Match Company Limited, Pembroke, Ontario. Yeah, Pembroke. Okay, that's Ottawa. Okay. Yeah, so he, he was right. Uh, didn't know where they were from. Yeah, and it says uh, K8A 6x8. It's uh, it's got a a picture of a red bird on the front. This red bird, two hundred and fifty matches. Uh, yeah. The box is uh, four and a half by two and a half by about an inch. Yeah, this is from a time gone by. They go about ten dollars nostalgic wise because they made a lot. You remember nineteen sixty? You you went to every store with just before the big lighters and all that stuff. Matches were a big thing. They were given away at restaurants. Yeah, Eddie Match was a huge company. Yeah, and but these are going for between five and ten dollars, and it's more of a. I would put them out of my south. There's something you would find at Southworks Antique Market. Okay. You know what I'm saying about people that you want to see yeah. yesterday's. Um, uh, so somebody stuff. put it next to their fireplace with something yeah. else and put a box of those matches. So that's a display piece, and uh, you know it's yeah. definitely worth keeping. But they're. You know, unless you have a great sports hero, if you had, like, Babe Ruth pictured on the front cover or something, you'd be talking some different kind of money. Yeah, I understand. Well, I just wondered whether they were worth anything more than the, the value of the matches. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Use the matches. All right, you take care. Thanks for the call, Grant. Thank you. A cigar box. With Honus Wagner. With a hockey team. A Honus Wagner. 50000 100000 they yeah. go for. Now, they got to be intact and... But some people rip the lid off and only have the lid. They didn't want to keep the box back then. And the lid is usually where the photo is. Yeah. Some of those can be worth ten or 20000 if it's a really old, like, 1890 baseball team or something. For sure. The soccer ones here don't tend to go for as much. There's a lot of soccer ones around, maybe better in Europe. Old soccer hmm. teams. Because in the early part of the century, we had rugby, but a lot of people still played soccer. They came over from England to different places. So. There's quite a few soccer leagues, and for some reason, well, that was the era, 1920 and prior, when they were using sports teams to sell cigars. And yeah. I've had quite a few that are Canadian, but with soccer teams. Is there an irony there, using a sports team to sell smoke? Well, okay. you know the old ads. We've all had them with Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. And the, the best thing was about those ads, which said, my throat feels fantastic after smoking this. Like they'd actually say it was like a, you know, it's like having a Smith Brothers uh, lozenge or something to have a cigarette. It I was know. a beautiful thing. Well, my doctor recommends. Okay, we're going to do gold and silver prices. Oh, These, yeah, I know this. Is I important, know, yeah. But this is an important part. This is where we Everything help. you say is important. No, this is where people don't get ripped oh, off. Oh, you say things that aren't important. Not many, though. Okay. On um, gold this week was down a bit. But I want you to know this. Copy it down. If you're selling your gold or buying gold, you got to know these prices. 
And yeah, it's important. I'll be on gold. I'm not saying anything. But you're thinking, you're thinking it. 10 karat gold. 26.02 per gram. 14 karat gold. 36.43 per gram. And a gram is a tiny little thing. And very small. Like a normal ring can be 5 grams, 7 grams, yeah. 10 grams. Um, 40, 18 karat gold. 46.24. What you can do, and I'd say this to people, go to your Canadian tire. Or your uh, home, not home, home hardware. hardware. They're both Canadian. The scale will run you 10 bucks. It's not legal, but it'll give you an idea what you have. 22 karat gold, 57.26 a gram. Here we go on to the silver dollars. Silver dollars are 17.40 per dollar. Or well, that that doesn't quarters. seem down from what you said before. So silver's held in better than gold then. Yeah. Silver's just down about a dollar. Okay. But... It's so it's still a great time to sell, and I've been giving you some of my silver yeah. to uh, eighty-two and sterling silver, eighty-two cents a gram. Now, if you're on the other side, because gold and silver are both down right now, if you want to go buy it, we're one of the places you should be going. Okay, because you don't mark it up as much. Yeah, a kilo gold. Uh, we have a neighbor. Um, I have a neighbor who sells gold, and I sell gold. I just sell it. Oh, um, okay. I sell for $600 a kilo. I'm going to go on with that. A person came into my store this week and said, because they paid more for their silver next door, can they sell it for more? And I said, no, you just got ripped off. They get it on both ends. Yeah, you just paid too much. They actually said this was a straight face. I just, they were talking about maples, and I was selling 41, and they paid 43. And they said, well, when I sell them, can I get my money back? I said, not. Not right away. You got to wait. No, but they're not going to get more for their maples than my maples. They're identical maples. Right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, go on there. Well, there, you just are you done with that? Because this ties into it. It's about a okay. coin. Was there anything okay. else you need to talk about? The gold and silver? I got to talk about lots, but I'll take a call. Okay, so we're going to go. It looks like, I don't know, Suzanne or Suzanne in Stratford has some old coins. Are you there? Yes, I am. How are you? Fine, thank you. That's great. How can we help you? Uh, well, the coin that I have is, I got it from my uh, my mother, and she got it from her mother, and she got it from her mother, her grandmother. Wow. Uh, it's a Queen's Jubilee, Queen Victoria's uh, Jubilee 1897. coin. 1897. Uh, yeah. 1837 to 1897. Correct. Yeah. And it's in the Velveteen case still, and it's in perfect condition. I just Is it a coin or a medal? Many of them are medals. Uh, I'm not sure if it's medal or not. Well, no, metal in terms of like a, a war hero would wear a medal. A lot of these were made as medals. No, I have actually made... one that's a medal. I have a little one that's a medal, but this one here is the larger one. It's the coin. But it would have denomination on it if it's a coin. So it should yeah. be a pound or shilling or something like that, obviously. Um, Does it have a guy and a horse on it? No, it actually has Queen Victoria on one side. Yeah. And then on the other side, it's got some... Um, I think it's uh, Latin written on it, and it's a young girl with her hair pulled back. Young girl. So that would okay. be queen as a young person, probably, as well. It's a medal. It's a medal. Okay. It has value. It might, it'll have probably more value with a medal it's than in as the a case, coin. which helps. Yeah, in the, the velveteen case. case. The case is probably worth $20, $30. Depending on what it's made out of, it'd be nice if it was made out of gold. But it's probably Usually they're not, gold. though, right? Silver, Silver yeah. or some are just brass and that. They yeah. made them for cheaper... Yeah, uh, things as Ron, well. Ron, a lot of people kept that stuff. Nobody. This one was actually handed out at the parade. Right. 
when she had the Queen's Jubilee and she they were handing them out at the side of the road, and I guess like well, you know, if that can be determined and that was unique to that, that's something you may want to send a picture and we could do a little more digging around. But I've got even I'm not I don't even deal in medals. I have lots of Queen Victoria Jubilee stuff because a lot was made at the time. Yeah. Of course, Queen yeah. Elizabeth's going to beat her. But it could be like a Monday thing where they gave away so many sets to the poor on coronations and stuff like that. Anything that's got, it's limited, and we know how many it's made. If it's hundreds or thousands rather than millions, it's going to be worth the money because people yeah. collect. Even if it's not of a fine metal or whatever, it could still oh, be yeah. as a collector's item. But wait, if you send us pictures of both sides of it, we could definitely give and be five. more specific. Okay, and how do, how do I do that? Like, where do I send that? Can you t do you text? How do I send it? No, do you have a text or email? Yeah, yeah I have a text. I can send a picture. Yeah, you can text me at my number, and I'll make sure Paul looks at it and gets back to you. 416. Hold on one quick sec. Yeah, no problem. 416. 580-9256. 9256. We got to wrap up now. Thanks for the call. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. I want to wait as well. Okay. Because I'll be able, I've got. When I get the term. text, I'll ask her to wait. Okay. okay. You bought a coin this week. One up. Well, yeah. You and yeah. I are going to figure out a way to sell it. But it's, it's, the, it's the Stanley Cup 100th anniversary coin, but it's 10 inches across, made of metal by the mint, and was uh, given to the Montreal Canadiens, actually hung in their arena for a while. And I guess when they, every once in a while, when they change sponsors in the arena, they take the decor down and put yeah. new ones up. So we have that coming in. I've already paid for it. Probably have about a week and a half. But yeah. we should find a way where we could get listeners to come in and look at photos of things that we're talking about because uh, they, they'd probably be interesting. Wouldn't it be that. easier for us to just have, have a, TV? a TV show? That would be That easier. would be part four. Now, it's high bid. So I have a high bid coming out this week. Where do you stand on high bid? I'm My high bid auction will start midweek. Okay, I started, um, uh, oh, here's two weeks from now. I have a high bid coin auction ending next, next Sunday. Next Sunday. And I have a card and comic auction ending next Sunday. Okay, so T Gold Silver, they should go to yeah. on high bid? Yeah, or you can just go to, uh, you can call my store, 905 737 4653. Just see what we do. Yeah. But this is what. And Glory Days Collectibles, we've got tons of stuff on our site, glorydayscollectibles.com, or you can send a comment there. You can sign up for email blasts or whatever you want. But there and on eBay under Glory Days Collectibles. And your handle on eBay is what? Um, T, gold, silver, coin. Okay. And no, they no. would see your stuff? Yeah. No, that's not on eBay. That's our email. Oh. You don't mm -hmm. even know your, you know? You know, I kind of... Oh, boy. I'm okay. having a mind fart. But we... We got it. Okay. First of all, we want to thank our producer, Brandon Williams. Does a great job every week for us. Yes, yes. But it is keygoldsilvercoins at gmail.com. Okay. Send your pictures in. Send your questions in. I had some other questions I wanted to get to. Stay safe. Shop local. No, well, we've lost. We're running out of Wear a mask. We're wrapping up as you keep rambling on. But if you're thinking about moving and you want to sell your house, you have to downsize. Get a hold of a soon because it's better to do it soon. It's not when we sell it. It's when you close the deal. Right. And we take the stress out of doing this. Now you can say all that. Have out. a safe week. Look, Thank you for Talk to you next Sunday. Thank you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. 
Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.